Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Not he and I fault. just discussing uh, how to sneak into stuff. Yeah, since Yates seems to think that spending money, we shouldn't spend our money, so we'll, we'll sneak in. Yeah. Sneaking in, I snuck in a bunch of stuff as a kid, but one of the, one of the keys was the door, the doors that was closed was supposed to be the exit doors in these arenas. Yeah. And back then, there was no security the everywhere. It's a back yeah. door, basically. Yeah. And so you would put your foot at the bottom of the door, which would give you an opening to stick your hands in, and then you pull it. So all you and your buddies, little rugrats, we, once we pull it, we're in and we disperse. Yeah. Now you go and you sit in empty seats at the top, and then you later on, you know. Make your, way, make your way down. Now yep. we make our way down and we all reconnect. Some people get caught. They get yeah. thrown out. Others, we just figure it out. You got eight guys. One or two get caught. Somebody's going to get caught. You're going to be all right. Yeah, you'll be fine. We're going to get a chance to watch the concert. You ever, with, with like blockbusters, movies and stuff, like you can't get in? The, the secret was back then. Face out like you're walking out, <laughs> and when out. the and when the when the crowd comes out, walk backwards in. Or or you could pay a ticket, have you pay for the yeah. ticket, and come open up the exit door right, through the right, back. Right. Oh, that's the old yeah. That, that's the, that's the oldest one. Here in the you book. here you are walking past the big screen because the exit door used to be at the bottom. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Got to duck down. And <laughs> All right. So, Sorry, Vic. So uh, Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Kids out there listening, ESPN don't do what we Radio. said. What do you mean, don't do what we said? That's how you get him free. No, we don't want them doing Anyway, things are different now anyway. They got yeah. scanners and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah, you can't get away with anything. <laughs> no. Nah. I'm sure they still got a way around everything. No, nah, the movie theaters are different now, though. The ticket, the, the seats have ticket numbers on them. Yeah, like you got normal. reserved seats. Yeah, reserved you know seats. The the Literally is every theater is like that now. You know what the problem is now? I can't go to the movies and stay awake. The chairs are too comfortable. But that's why you got to go early in the daytime. Anything past six, I'm asleep. I'm out. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, that, the seat reclines? Yeah. Oh, it's comfortable. Yeah. The movie, it's dark. I haven't slept you don't in ever, a week. You, know, you just push the buzzer, and they bring you the menu. Oh, they, come they got and the food get, right have, Every you. theater's like that now. And then also, I'm always in a kid's movie nowadays for like my eight-year-old. I'm, it's hard to stay awake through those yeah, in the first I was, place. I was in a movie, the, movie last year in a kid's theater. Yeah, and the kids are making noise. Yeah, <laughs> there was an adult. At, there was an adult in the movie theater, and he was, you know, being obnoxious to the kids. So one of the mothers at one of the mothers wasn't with us though. She went off on him, like he was telling the kids to be quiet and everything. So then I had to chime in. I'm like, "Why are you in here anyway? It's a kids' movie, you weirdo! Like, yeah, come right. on, like, seriously, <laughs> you know." He was mad at the kids for making noise. Yeah, the, it's a matinee. It's like yes, a double what feature. Are you doing? Disney something. The kids are going to be running around screaming. Of course, duh, duh. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now you're mad. <laughs> All right. Um, so hey, Russell Westbrook staying in L.A. Key. The clip. He never left. The clip. That's right. Didn't put his house up or anything. Right. Why Didn't would? need to. The Clippers' title odds before signing Westbrook were basically eleven to one, plus eleven hundred. So now they went up. No, down to nine hundred. Down to plus nine hundred, so they went. So in other words, yes, went, they're better uh, odds to yeah, win. Better yeah, odds. better That's odds I mean. to win. Yeah, from eleven to one to Ain't nine. That pretty, to one. Isn't that interesting? A, a team gets Westbrook, and their odds get better. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, especially that team that could use a guy to really initiate the offense. But it's it's funny. Everybody complained about Westbrook, and he can't play, and he's this and he's that. He goes to the Clippers, and their odds get better. Courses for courses, though, right? Like you, styles make fights, as they say. If like everyone tries to reinvent the wheel with LeBron, oh, you know now he's on to the part but of his I career also, where he needs another guy. No, he needs shooters. But I also believe that Westbrook will fit in with the Clippers 
and just the, the everything that they Ty Lu Ty Lu yeah. ex player that played the championship level great coach maybe the good, best coach great, in the game one of the good coaches Jerry West hanging around the organization there's a certain communication that can get a person to do certain things where he's not going to maybe get into ruffling feathers uh, uh, with Ty Lue like he did with Darman Ham. Right. I'm, I'm excited for Westbrook, though. I'm I'm happy that he's going to a place that it feels like they will appreciate his talents. You know, they would appreciate his talents. Can you imagine if Russell Westbrook wins a championship on the Clippers after all this time? It could happen. The Clippers are a sleeping giant in the West because – they're respectable even when their best players aren't there because they have depth. They have good, you know, third, fourth, and fifth best players, and they got a great coach. Meantime, Brian Windhorst, ESPN senior NBA writer, on Paul George's role in all this. I have to say, there is probably no bigger supporter in the NBA of Russell Westbrook than Paul George. Paul George, who formed that bond with him. Uh, when they were in Oklahoma City. If you remember, Paul George had all kinds of teams all over him ready to pull him out of there. And at midnight on July 1st, he and Russ said, I'm st-, he said, I'm staying with you, Russ. So he eventually has to be traded, but don't ask about that right now. Uh, Paul George, as soon as Russ was traded, began advocating to his front office. He wanted Russ in a Clipper uniform. Well, there you go. You got a teammate of his, former teammate of his, advocating that he joins forces so clearly he felt that there was was not going to be any disruption at all whatsoever. He would fit in to what their style is and what they want to do, that culture that the Clippers have created, that he's a perfect situation for it. Not only that, he gives them the point guard that they need or, or, or the playmaking guard that they need. They need, a, they need someone to initiate the offense. Yes. Like, I, I'm curious to see in this era now, because, you know, constantly evolving and changing the NBA – but once upon a time, it was you need a great point guard and a great big, a center. Mm-hmm. Then that turned into actually the best way is two two-way wings, uh, Jordan and Pippen, for example. And I'm curious if that's still the case or if nowadays the point forward or point guard who, who's, not, you know, who's primarily a scorer but can also set up your offense, who can control it like Luka Doncic, James Harden, guys like that, it, because the Clippers are built with the two two-way wings, but the, the downside of that is you don't want Kawhi or Paul George taking the ball at the floor, initiating the offense. Not really. They can, but it's not really what they do. Now they get a guy in Westbrook to do it. And it's so funny because a lot of people don't, don't look at Westbrook or hadn't looked at Westbrook in the past as a guy who can initiate the offense. But a guy gets triple doubles every night when he was – right? That's why I never understood – I could never understand – Here's a guy who's setting records and assist records and all sorts of triple doubles. He averaged a triple but, double for three consecutive years. But I'm like, well, part of that is you have to be able to get the assist to have the triple double. So Brian Windhorst on Westbrook and his role with the Clippers. The big key here, and this is what Woj reported on when he broke this news a short time ago, is that Russell Westbrook had lengthy discussions with Ty Lue and with Lawrence Frank, the president of basketball operations, about what the role is going to be. Because I think part of the issue in L.A., a big part of the issue, was that he was brought into L.A. to be an equal member with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. It was seen as a big three. And then when that didn't get out, he kind of had to be pushed to the side. He is going to be coming in here with a different set of circumstances. Now, whether he will follow that 
and, and whatever that role they've got carved out, and he will be happy in that role, that's yet to be seen. Yeah, and that and, and makes a lot of sense. When you told one thing and it doesn't happen and something else happens, you're not, you're not a happy camper, Max, right? I mean, hey, Max, we're going to let you call Monday Night Football. This is why we got you. And then all of a sudden, you're doing something different. You're not going to be happy. That's just the reality of it. So I want to bring this back to something you said about Jerry West. No one's this lucky, Key, as an executive. Jerry West is the most successful executive probably in the history of American team sports. His work as the GM of the Lakers is so great that it may overshadow his playing career where once upon a time he was in the conversation for greatest non-center who ever lived. He is the logo. He won the MVP in the finals on the losing team. He used to lead the league, you know, 30 points a game on average. Like He was an incredible player, maybe even a better executive. But key, then he goes to the Warriors. And I understand it's not all – it's not Wait, he whatever. Went, before the Warriors, he went somewhere else, though. He was, yeah, he went to Memphis. Memphis. And, then he, and, and Memphis, by the way, started making the playoffs every year. Then he goes to the Warriors, and I said at the time on L.A. Radio, the battle of the five freeway has begun, right? Jerry West is with the Warriors. Didn't happen because the Lakers weren't very good those years, but the Warriors had a dynasty. Well, you can't give that to Jerry West. I agree. That's not about you. However, he, was he showed up. It wasn't – they yeah. weren't a powerhouse. He showed up. They win the championship every year. Now he's with the Clippers, Key. And they wanted to trade Clay, and he said no. And he put his body in front of that Clay for Kevin Love. He said, uh, you're not trading Clay Thompson. <laughs> now, now if the Clippers win a chip with Jerry West, even as a consultant. So it's interesting because last the, the, before the start of this season, I had dinner at Jerry West. And we were sitting and we were all talking or whatever. And he was, you know, he's telling me he's messing with Vance, my son, or whatnot. And he said to me, he says, you know, we're better than the Lakers. I'm like, you're just saying that. You're just saying that. He's like, no, we are better. And he started going down the roster, start going down different stuff. And what am I going to do? I'm going to argue with Jerry West. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> yes. You probably are better than the Lakers. And they're better than the Lakers. I don't care what kind of a personality clash still or problems. Clippers, though. If I am the Lakers, there is no way Jerry West is getting out that door. I don't care what it is. He's a pro. We're not getting along. Whatever. Jerry West ain't getting out that door, period. And when you look around the NBA at the success in Miami, at the success in Golden State, wherever he's gone, that's really Lakers Southeast, Pat Riley. That's the Lakers. He brought it to, to Miami. He brought it to the Knicks at first. They almost won a championship, then brought it to Miami. You look at the Warriors, the Clippers, I, okay, I'm not going to credit Jerry West with building those places, but, he's but in I the don't building. think it's a coincidence he's in the building. that they get him and they have that success. Well, it, it, he may not be the, the person building the teams and stuff like that, but even if he walked past and says, well, maybe he should shoot one more time a game. That that's it it has inf- an influence. That's an influence. It has an yeah. You can't tell me it's just a coincidence. He's not there for nothing. He's there for something. And here's Russell Westbrook with Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard and Ty Lue and man, and they got guys on the bench. And it, it's they, still the Clippers, though. It's still the Clippers, but man, I, one one of these years you would think. Well. It's still we'll the Clippers. <laughs> it's funny that during that whole window of opportunity, suppose they have a chip, a window, the Lakers are no good for five years. Lakers won a chip since then. Still the Clippers. S- still the Clippers. Are Lamar and the Ravens headed for a divorce? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The key part in all of this for Lamar and his camp is that the Ravens understand he's made money. So if he passes up the opportunity to make more money this year because he decides he's going to sit, not that big of a deal. The best thing for them to do, though, is try to figure out how to get the deal done, man. I understand you don't want to spend $230 million, whatever the case is, but get close enough. Get close enough to that guaranteed money, and then we can go from there. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Keys in his feels. Yates got him. Man, this is, this is when you're at the barbecue. Yeah, to- <laughs> summertime all the way. Yes, and Man, your so auntie what? cooking and everything else. It's, no, I'm at my friend's house. It's not my auntie. <laughs> not my auntie. <laughs> Jamison Hensley, ESPN NFL Nation Ravens reporter. It is time for our KJM off-season check-in. What's going on, Jamison? Hey, how you doing, guys? So, just a, a little bit of a notable day today. Mm-hmm. Because? Because? Because today is the day that window, the t- franchise tag window opens up, and now the Ravens and Lamar, they're on the clock for two weeks to see if they can get a deal done. If not, the Ravens are putting that tag on Lamar. What are the chances – they get a deal done. Though. What, what, are, what are the chances that they just say, you know what, man, let's stop messing around with this thing because the more we mess around with it, it could cost us some money, but it also could hurt in terms of his feelings and just it gets in the way of what we're trying to do. I think it still would come as a, a big surprise if they get something done two weeks because just because it's now been over two years that they've been negotiating a long-term deal. Uh, you know, obviously Deshaun Watson – his deal kind of put a wrench into things for, uh, you know, as far as really putting, as far as the, the market value for top quarterbacks, that really changed the dynamics of things. Uh, but it's been two years. And to think over two weeks, and I know things have, can happen rapidly, and, and when deadlines are there, things can change. I just think a lot of people would be surprised uh, if a deal would get done over the next two weeks. And just because somebody has to blink, somebody has to compromise here because you have, the Ravens were one side saying they don't want to, to set another precedent by giving fully guaranteed deal. They, they, they believe that the Sean Watson deal is an outlier. And you can look at other quarterback deals that have been done since then. Nobody has been fully guaranteed. Then you have Lamar Jackson, who is well within his right to say, you know what, I'm, I'm a, a former NFL MVP. Look at your record with me and without me, and I deserve top market value here, and that's the Sean Watson deal. And so somebody has to back off their stance as far as guaranteed contracts. And I'm not sure if that's going to happen over the next two weeks. 
Jameson, our, our Jeff Darlington's basically said that Lamar Jackson is not playing on the franchise tag, nor is he coming in to do any OTA, nothing, like you, zilch, zero. And if you franchise tag him, now only thing you're going to do is upset him, which they're going to tag him because they don't want him to leave. But you also brought in a new offensive coordinator who you now have to try to convince to install in many camps, OTAs, and thereafter without your star <laughs> quarterback Right. Being there, that's a major setback for the organization when Lamar's not there and you got to install and you don't have any receivers, you don't have nothing. So why even play this game? Yeah. That's I mean that's the that's the big risk here is that you know the Ravens changed offensive coordinators and it's part of the reason they did it is to say to Lamar, look, we're bringing somebody in and Todd Munkin who has more of an expertise in throwing the ball. We know you want to throw the ball more. We're bringing an offensive coordinator here to do so. So they're kind of like trying to lure him into coming into these offseason games. But, you know, we saw last year, Lamar for the first time in his five years with the Ravens, uh, he skipped all the voluntary camps. He came to the mandatory one, but skipped all the voluntary. I think that was kind of sending a message to the Ravens, said, hey, if you tag me, uh, guess what? He's not technically under contract until he signs that tender, so he can miss all of the spring, all season camp, the mandatory camp, all of training camp. Really, for him to make his money, he only has to report right before the start of the regular season. And like you said, if you report right before the regular season starts with a new offensive coordinator, new offensive system, how how are they going to get everything done before that season opener? I think that's the big question here. So we're talking to Jamison Hensley. Uh, ESPN NFL Nations reporter, Ravens reporter. This is the KJM off-season check-in on the Baltimore Ravens, obviously. Jameson, I want to go back to something you said about the outlier. Man, if I was Lamar Jackson, they try to tell me that, I'd say, get out, liar. Like, stop it. <laughs> so so, they, they, so th- let me get this straight. The teams are like, we're going, not going to look at Deshaun Watson as the top of the market because there were special circumstances. Okay, what were the special circumstances? Well, he and the team had decided to part ways, so he was essentially acting as a free agent because he was just going to go to the highest bidder. He wasn't going to go to Cleveland. He's going to go to Atlanta. Then Cleveland comes back with 230 fully guaranteed, so he signs with Cleveland, highest bidder. Okay, well, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I then go, so wait, you're telling me the difference between 180 guaranteed and, 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 and 230 guaranteed is that a guy is treated like a free agent because he and the team agree to part ways? Well, in that case, let's agree to part ways because if we do, I'm going to get 230 because then I'm one of the outliers. Doesn't that just incentivize all the quarterbacks in the league to, I'm not saying behave the way Deshaun did off the field, but to create right. a situation where he and the team agree to, it's best in their best interest to part ways because then you get paid. Yeah, and I think that's going to be an interesting, not just, and I know we're all focused on Lamar right now, but I think the Ravens and Lamar are going to be very interested if, let's just say, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, what if they get deals done this offseason? If they get the fully guaranteed deal, I think that really further backs Lamar's stance of saying, look, the top quarterbacks are getting fully guaranteed deals. If they choose and follow kind of the likes of a Kyler Murray, don't do fully guaranteed deals, I think that really supports the Ravens' stance of saying, look, that, again, as I say, that, that, that was a, you know, the Cleveland Browns being desperate. They're a desperate organization. Look, they have to do desperate things. So I think what we look at as far as the next quarterback deals, the big, significant quarterback deals, I think will really support either the Ravens or Lamar's stance as see, far as guaranteed contracts. See, Jamison, 
I don't think that you have to do a fully guaranteed deal with Lamar. I don't think that you have to, right? And here's what I mean by that. Kyler Murray's got about, what, $165 million of guaranteed money? That's not a fully yeah. guaranteed deal. Right. So let's give Lamar more than that. Let's give him 235 on a seven-year deal, and that 235 is guaranteed. It doesn't have to be the whole deal fully guaranteed. It doesn't have to be fully guaranteed upon just, signing. Yeah, just right. the first four years or whatever needs to be guaranteed at a number that makes it equal or above Deshaun Watson's number of guaranteed money. And I think that's the problem. Right. But, uh, Jameis, is, uh, Jameson, is it that the Ravens, from a cash standpoint, doesn't want to spend the money and put it in the escrow? Is that an issue, or is it that they just don't want to set a precedent? Yeah, I've never heard about it that it being with with the money. Uh, I've heard it's just more of, and and I I spoke with Ravens owner Steve Bashotti and we got the owners meetings almost a year ago last March, and he was the one he he talked at length about Deshaun Watson. He's the only owner to really go on record saying the, the, you know, what the Cleveland Browns will make it difficult for other future quarterback negotiations, and he doesn't think Watson should have been the one to really get that first fully guaranteed deal. Uh, so I think they, they all knew when Watson signed it. And, and just to get back to your point, I think even if the Ravens said, hey, let's do a seven-year, let's get over the, you know, the 200, I'm not sure Lamar would want I, – I, he would want that over $230 million, you know, guaranteed, 235 but I'm not sure if he would love to be locked into a deal for 70. I think he's still looking more. If you're doing an extension four to five years, I, you know, and, and, and again, not to talk for Lamar, but knowing what he has done and, and the lengths he's gone to try to get to that free agency point, I think he would still like to get that four to five year extension to where then he's 31, 32. He could get another big deal after that. So I, I think a seven year deal would probably not be to, to Lamar's. Point. But there's two things here, right? They're going to redo you anyway. And if yes, you're no good, exactly. guess what they're going to do? They're going to cut you. So it's the right. same thing. You need to get as much money as you can front-loaded as long as it's over 230 because when the moment that there's no more guaranteed money on the books, you might get but cut. Lamar might not re- be, that might be right, you. but Lamar may not be thinking that way. Well, that may yeah. be true, but yeah. I'm giving him that now. Yeah, right, yeah. I'm so, so listen him know this. Hey, listen, if I'm Lamar, this is real simple. The market's two thirty. I don't care what you say. Did someone get two thirty guaranteed? Good. Shut up. It's two thirty. Yes, exactly. I need two thirty one. I need it fully guaranteed on day one. As soon as you do that, we have a deal. If not, I'm out. Simple. That's simple. Jameson. Yeah. I don't thank care. you very much for your yeah. time this morning. <laughs> you uh, have a great rest of your show, guys. Thank yeah, you, Jameson I'm, Hensley. I'm trying, ESPN to, hit, I'm NFL trying to put Nations. Lamar on right now. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to put him on. Yeah. But I'm trying to put him on. Yeah, yeah. Because if you get it over a seven year period. When you get to year five, there's no more guaranteed money there in six and seven anyway. They'll cut you. So they're going to wind up cutting you if you ain't no good. Right. So at least you got your money. What if you are good? Then they're going to come see you in year four. You're going to redo the deal anyway. Like what Lamar should really look at, in other words, is Patrick Mahomes. They got to come see Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady. They're going to have to come see him. Right. Aaron Rodgers. They got to come see him. What those guys do is a little bit into the it looks like it looks like oh my god a half a billion dollar deal but then everyone goes but the guarantee's realize, not a lie you do realize it's gonna if 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 russell wilson is any good over the next two seasons they're gonna come see russell wilson again and mahomes actually there's a good chance that he'll be the never, first he million never, dollar guy yeah he never has an enormous guarantee by the standards that you would think but he winds up making a billion dollars there's his a good ne- chance his, his salary could wind up adding up to a billion dollars be 300 million 
Right. And then they'll redo that. And in the end, he, he yes. might be the first billion dollar in salary athlete. Think about it. Think, I know we get ready to move on, but think about this. They already talking about moving on from Dak Prescott. Yeah. Because the guaranteed money getting ready to dwindle away. That's right. But they're also talking about renegotiating this deal, too. That's all I'm saying. All right, coming up, everyone is fired up about load management. Yeah, load manage. Is Key wrong when oh, he ex- says that he expects star players to play when he's in the building? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Where I'm going. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L E C T R I C ebikes.com. The Keyshawn J. Will and Max Podcast. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We're talking about load management today. People want to talk about it, Key. Right. Kel in South Carolina. You're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Just Key and me today. What's going on? I, I think Key right. Because, honestly, they barely played defense in the NBA as it is. You know, for what it's worth, you know, have the stars out there. What, what's the purpose of low management when the potential of an injury is looming right around the corner? But I, I came to see him play. I want to see him play. Yeah, that, that's all. I, I don't I look. Do I think that eighty-two games is a lot? Yes. Do I think that they need rest at times? Yes. Do I think at times back to backs could be a lot? Traveling back to back, you're in the middle of the night. You game is late. You got one. You know, I, yeah, all that's true. My argument or my conversation is more so: if I'm paying this money to see you play, I want to see you play, man. Yeah. I'm not paying to go see the the, the, the fourth guard. I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. The only thing is is. Pat and I know just, they got to play too. Pat just got in my ear and said, made a good point, which is like, it's not, oh, he's he being sneaky. He didn't say this. Tell me what you said, Pat. He didn't say this, but it's, it's a good point. It was like, that's the, the risk of injury is why you load manage. So, for example, there will be times where you load manage, you get hurt anyway. But ostensibly, like supposedly, the idea you're doing it is to lower the risk. It's like 
the morons who say no, you this no. The made. reason but you're like, doing hey, it is not- why have seatbelt laws? Because this guy had a seatbelt on, died anyway. Yeah, genius. But if he didn't have a seatbelt on, <laughs> like if you don't have seatbelts, many more gun laws. Well, you don't need the guy got shot anyway. Yes, but without, but with the strict of the gun, the fewer times it happens, less it happens. It's not, it doesn't take it's not yeah, a rocket it's not scientist. Even, to it's not this even out. about the injuries as much as it is the rest. Just fatigue. Yeah, that that that's more about the load management is fatigue. They're not. Being cautious against right. injury, they're being cautious against well, but guy fatigue being can, tired. Uh, when guys, well, it can, yeah, they can, it lead can to be, it, yeah. it, it can lead to the injuries. There's no question about it. I just have a problem when I'm going. I want to see the Warriors play the Lakers at full strength, or I want to see the Suns play the Warriors at full strength. And now all of a sudden, there's no Clay, no Steph, and then no CP3 no Steph is not the Warriors. You're not and even then CP3 the ain't yeah. gonna play, and then Kevin Durant, you know, decides eh, I'm a, I'm not gonna play the second half. It's like. That's a problem for me. Uh, to me, the best argument, the argument that's going to win, is showing teams that it's not in their best interest to do it. Not financially, because sometimes when the business interests come in to interfere with a team's competitive interest, it's actually a conflict But the of business interest, they're getting paid anyway, man. No, but what I'm saying is the business of the league is, hey, we need our stars to play and blah, blah, to expand the league. But a team might say, that's from your point of view. Yeah. But you've set up a system where it's in my best interest, I believe, to rest this player. So my point is the best way to make the argument to the teams and the players is you only think it's in your best competitive interest. This is working against you. For example, the argument you made earlier, you need to develop chemistry. You need to be in a rhythm. Yeah. You need to have a certain mental toughness, yeah. right? For the, that, that argument's going to win. Or maybe not, not the argument, well, it's the business of the league. Maybe they look at it two different ways. Maybe there's no more back-to-backs. Or, Good idea. Or... Very few back to backs, like few, whatever. Why have any though? Why have I don't any? know scheduling, timing. I don't know the months. Uh, they, they don't want to stretch the season out too long. Second of back to backs, especially on the road, any gambler can tell you. You want a sure bet for decades in the NBA. Your best bet is who's playing the second of back to back on the road. Bet on them to lose, right? Like, cause, <laughs> come on, man. You know Always. what it is. Especially, it's well, like, oh, they played five games in six but, nights. But, second but of then I would argue with you 73 Warriors didn't have a problem with that, and neither did the Bulls. You know, I bet you if we looked up their losses, though, I wonder how many losses came on the second of back-to-backs on the road. Probably not very many. Maybe all of them. <laughs> like, I don't know, but we got to look. Marcus in San Diego. You're on with Keyshawn and Max. What's going on, fellas? Good morning. Good morning, fellas. I'm going to try to make it short for y'all. So, listen, y'all got the best show hands down, right? Best sports show. Correct. One thing that makes you guys so great is that you have player perspective, journalism perspective. You have two players who are legendary in their own right. Their name is even on the marquee, right? So I work overnight, and every morning I look forward to hearing Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. So Monday morning I turn on, and y'all must be controlling the load. Y'all must be managing the load because nobody knows John <laughs> J. Willer Max yesterday morning. No. So, so your producer doesn't like your producer didn't like when I say it was boring. So I'm gonna say it was less entertaining, Keyshawn. So what I need y'all to do is put on a TV guy when y'all ain't gonna be there. <laughs> well, that, no, that that, that 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 that's true. But I gave him MLK Day and I worked, so I was taking President's Day. That's what, to be honest with you. That's that's. The way well, I traded that no, off. There's no way they're going to honor old racist white men and Key's not going to take the day off. <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> listen, uh, we, we are entitled to vacation every now and again. No, I, However, uh, he's I, making an yeah, interesting no, it, point at you, Key. No, that's who's true. Saying, I don't... Now, but here's the other thing. Let me go back at Marcus for a second. But the whole problem is if I tell you that I'm not going to be here, then Marcus, you're probably not going to listen. Marcus, if you paid money 
thousands of dollars to fly to New York to see it in studio and the whole thing and no one told you and we're selling tickets to come and watch us. That's one thing. You are listening for free. Yeah. You're listening for free 99. If once in a while we're not here. We go on a remote. We're going to take a remote. We're going to the NBA finals and we're at some steakhouse and we're doing our show early in the morning. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you take your kids from San Diego and y'all get on a plane to fly somewhere and then we're not there. Then Marcus, what? what about that? What about that? Keith's talking got about you, taking the time you, and money. Why, look, that's why, they, that's why they pay y'all the big bucks for the rebuttals. But I was just letting y'all know. It was so divine. <laughs> when they pay me some big bucks, this, let me know. I, Go ahead, hey, Marcus. Look, I was literally, yeah, I do broadcast. I know, Keith. But look, I literally was upset yesterday morning because I, I count on y'all. The music, knocking. Whoever's doing the music. Hey, peace, brother. The music keeps me awake. And when I get off at 7 in the morning, so I got like 19 more minutes. So my supervisor can see me awake. So I need y'all. So much love for y'all. Y'all got the best show. Thank you, it's Marcus. It's all love, brother. Happy Black History Month. Man, y'all take care. Thank yeah. you, Marcus. Happy sure. Black History Month. Yeah, by the way, sure. by the way, we got a deep bench now. We got a deep bench at ESPN Radio. It's not like we, we, we trot out, you know, guys and they're no good. We trot out excellent radio people. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they do a good job. I don't, Marcus, you know, I just hope the expectation that, is to hear I, us, I, I, I just hope that Marcus keeps his job yeah. and his, his supervisor doesn't get mad at him for listening to us every single morning and not doing his job. What do you think the supervisor's doing? Listening to? Listening to us. That's why he's not on Marcus. Is load management an issue in the NBA? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Sauce and cheese, man. Now, Pete, listen, different foods are, are better in different locations, Key. It's not. Hold up. Mexican food and Japanese food in L.A. It's good. It's better than in New York. Yes, it is. Because yes, it you is. don't sell, you don't really sell Mexican food in New York. Yes, what? All over the place. No, it's not Mexican food. <clears throat> it's Spanish food. It's because it's there's not. a bigger Mexican population in L.A. because it's right there. So, of course. So, so if you look at dip, like, so 
pizza in New York, yes. you can find a good Mulberry Street pizza in L.A. It's excellent, right? It's yes. like a, but it's a New York slice of pizza because the guy who owns it is from, the, from New York. the same thing. No, you get better we pizza We have Italians in, in L.A. What are you talking about? Italian Ibaldi, food. Ibaldi is good. Ibaldi is good. Bang. But you'll find better Italian, by and large, in New York. Oh, God, stop. And you'll find better Mexican and Japanese food in L.A. than in New York. The bagels are better here than they The bagels are better here. Yeah, because it's the water. I don't know about it. I don't know about the water thing, but I know they do. You can find good spots in L.A. here in there for those things but it's harder to find and it's harder to find there's good mexican and japanese in new york too but it's harder to find i'm not listening to you it is hold on though key (coughs) which i think you're wrong on like the pizza stuff (laughs) he's a new york guy why am i talking uh, to you connecticut so so, like we do really well pizza but isn't luka Doncic and jj barea the same thing same thing same thing thing. i'm gonna show up jj barea has a chip (laughs) <laughs> so he's ahead of Luca. So he's ahead of Luca. Leo in Florida, you're on with Keyshawn Johnson and Max Kellerman here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max ESPN Radio. Yes, on the um, first, how you all you guys doing? A big, big fan. My whole life been a big fan. Thank you, brother. Um, load management, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Listen, I can understand if you if you if you want to. I'm a Atlanta Magic fan. If they want to rest the whole team, I don't have no problem with it. But when teams come from, like, for the West Coast, we only get a chance to see them once every other year. Mm-hmm. Say, say for instance, uh, the Lakers. I want to see LeBron. I have to schedule out so it's once every other year, more than likely, that we get a chance to see him. Mm-hmm. Then he decides he doesn't want to play. And then I've heard someone say about the $100 don't matter, talking about the corporate. Well, the corporate is built by us $100 ticket people. No, what I mean by corporate is they've priced the average person out of tickets to the point where they make so much money from corporate suites and, and high-priced lower bowl, for example, in L.A., that, that the, the average fan who's buying the less expensive ticket is there. It looks good, but actually in terms of the profit they're generating, much more is coming from the high-priced seats, from the corporate suites, and from especially the TV money. And that's just, you know, it's just how it is. Yeah, see, I have a problem. Like, if LeBron goes to Orlando, Orlando's a dumpster fire, right? I mean, they're not a good team like that. So, I guess, you know, if he wants to chill, yeah. But let us know. Yeah, ahead of time. Give, give us little, a couple days, yeah, man. Little warning just, shot. Yeah, because yeah, we can yeah. at least get our money back on a refund or something, or get some of it back on the secondary yeah, market. The, yeah, absolutely. Little little Billy, that. little Johnny, will uh, little Johnny, little Malik. You know, he'll 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 be stuck with uh with with the non-star roster, but at least he went to see a game. Yeah, <laughs> better recognize. Uh, better recognize. Al- Allen in Detroit. You're on with <laughs> Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, fellas, I appreciate you taking my call. L- listen, you know, this whole piece. Um, my adopted son is 13 years old. He saved for a whole year because because Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are his favorite players in that order. Clay was out with injury. Because we're in Detroit, they decided to rest Steph. Mm-hmm. My son had he he waited a year, saved, went without presents and gifts and food because he paid. per ticket Mm. so he can see Steph Curry. Mm. The fans in Detroit were so upset that they made such a ruckus that Curry had traveled with the team and decided not to play, so they brought him out at halftime to wave. Mm -hmm. We didn't come to see him wave. We wanted to see see some three-pointers. So my son, and this is the crazy thing, the game 
he wanted to go to the game the year before. They rescheduled it, so we couldn't go. So it happened that the game was going to be on my birthday, so he saved the whole year. We're talking about over $700 that a 13-year-old did everything. I'm $2 talking about, a day. Yeah. You know, kids don't, yeah, kids don't even rake leaves and do jet like that anymore. He was out there hustling no, I to get do this it. and that, was in and, tears. And, and, that's my, and, so, and that's my gripe. That's my gripe with the load management stuff. It's, it's you, if you let him know beforehand that this is taking place, then maybe he could maneuver, move some stuff around, do something different. But when you don't know and all of a sudden you go, it's not the kid's responsibility, like Yates is saying, to look at yeah. the, the schedule over the month. And, oh, he's back to back. He's 13 you know what years Yates down. And, you know what Barrages Yates and Costello are, have are, to say? You know what they have to say about that story? Wah! Cry to your river. Who cares about your kids? See these Philly guys? Is that right or wrong, guys? How do you feel about that heartwarming story? Literally, it is not the job of the Warriors to care about Pistons fans and what they want to see. The job of the Warriors is to win championships. See, that's the thing. Sorry about your son. See, that's the thing. The Warriors don't care about your son. That's the thing. The way it's set up, the business interest is... Max, you're talking to a guy who does not have a son. In Pac no, but what he's saying is the he Warriors. And, and the Warriors are trying to win a championship. The fact that the I Pistons, that, but let us know that he's not going to. You know he's not Pete, playing, so just tell us. You just said in the last segment that the reason you don't tell people that you're not going to be on the show is because you want them to listen still. Well, it's different with no, the show it's not versus. Different. It's different in the show than it is. Basketball. You know what the difference is? The difference is in basketball, they have more like of an incentive, but they do have more of an incentive to do it. Be- look, 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 I just want to be clear about this. There is the entertainment of it all and the business of it all, Key, and, you're, and people are really speaking to that. But sometimes the business is, is, conflict, is in conflict with the competitive interests. And if the league's argument is you need to think, Golden State Warriors, about the Detroit Piston fans before you think about your own viability as championship contenders, then the Warriors have a right to say, wait a minute, you're letting your business interests as a league interfere with our competitive interests. You, the Pistons should get a better roster, Max. Right. That's also a right. Thing, right. I agree, I agree with that. The market team is I, I bad. Y'all not going to get no, no more, superstars man. coming to play in that Which joint. Dudes? It's just not going to happen. Pat, Yates and them. Pat and Yates. You want to talk yeah. to the people? Eh, we don't really have No, I know, but I, they, they're just making stuff up. Your kid's God, 13 y'all, years y'all old tripping. and he saved $700. Man, I don't know how much I believe that because there's been people well, just who are going it. to Miami and are acting as if they're going to see X, Y, and Z with signs and stuff only for those things to be debunked as, oh, they were just trying to one-up somebody. I don't think that guy was making it up, Yates. I'm just saying, He didn't man. sound like he was making it up. No, he didn't seconds. sound like he was making it up, man. You making that up. Marcus Philadelphia fans. Miami Heat game. Look in it other up. Words, he, you ought to know why the Eagles lost and the Knicks and the Oh, you know, holds and all that type of stuff, but who's counting? Yeah, so you have to look up Live Squad, Heartless. That's what, I, that's what you have to play. I was born with a, a black heart. Black one. Well, okay, what's, what's wrong with that? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. ESPN Radio. We laughed, we cried, we learned. We're back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.